0: Thank you
1: I'm Peanut Tillman, and this is the NFL Players Second Acts podcast. I got my high school librarian Roman Harper right
2: over here. What you grinning? What you What you grinning for? Because every time you just get more and more creative with how you name drop me, so I appreciate it as more. As long as I stay in your life, I appreciate it. However, I get there, I don't know. Anyways, all of our listeners out there, make sure you hit, give us a five star rating, hit the subscribe button. Come up, come part of the family of the NFL Player Second X podcast and also anywhere you pick up your podcast, whether it's Apple or iHeart, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Check us out. Terrence and Tori Holt were just on the show. Amazing interview. Give it a listen. Today's interview I'm super, super excited to have. A duo. I think it's our first duo we've had on the podcast. It is. Really looking forward to it. We got my man, my carton, my partner in crime, Charles Peanut Tillman, as always. And today's guest, let's go down the resume. All right. It's the Holt brothers. Both of these guys attended NC State. Right. I for I was a teammate with one of them, yep. the brother, yep. Terrence Holt, yep. who I'm not gonna read off his stats yet. Sure. I will go start with Tori Holt, the brother, the wide receiver, four-time Hall of Fame finalist. Which means he's close. He's knocking on the door. Super Bowl champion, seven time Pro Bowler, two time All Pro, led the league in receptions twice in the NFL's 2000s All Decade mm. team. Congratulations, mm. my boy. Holt. Yes, Terrence sir. Holt, my favorite yes, Holt because my <laughs> team, yeah, 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 yeah. for a year, yes, came sir. in, taught me some ropes. You know, what I mean? he's an older guy, I was always looking for that safety to look up to. Yeah. He was a great blend, a great person. I get to bounce a whole bunch of ideas off, love playing beside yeah. him. Uh, Terrence Holt, was a fifth round pick in two thousand three. Played six years, and is um and at the same time together as well at Doran Tony. So, uh, Tori's Tory's time. So, welcome to the podcast, fellas. Sir, Thank you guys. Sir, for sir. Thanks me. for having us.
3: Thanks for the having brothers, us. brothers, yeah. Yeah, the brothers. Yeah, man. And
2: like I said earlier, uh, Tori, you should be used to this. All this coverage around, all these DBs around you in space. So, feel comfortable sharing today.
3: No doubt, man. It's, it's uh certainly. A pleasure to be here for sure. When I, when when, uh, when when Megan and them reached out, I was like, "Yo, the podcast is, is happening at the draft. Would y'all, you know, would you be willing to, to join?" I was like, "Can I bring my bro?" It's like, "Yeah." So good to have my brother here. It's good to be able to be able be that's here vibing cool, man. with y'all. Still
1: looking out for your little brother. Like, Yo, come show on, up. come on the show, yeah, with that's show man. Up. That's what's up. Show I like yeah. that yeah. though. We, we do a
3: lot. We do a lot together, man. That's you know, what's up. We do a I like lot that together. though. A, a lot of that it's it started from how we was raised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, our mom and our dad was really big on us. Being together, we got an older sister, so you know, even though as guys, as, as boys, we we competed, tore like it up in the crib. Yeah, yeah. but at the same day, we, at the same time, we had to come back, yo. What's up, man? It was yeah. nice to compete. You know, we still brothers. We still we still show love. So what's the, the age? What's brothers? the age difference, real quick? Yeah, okay. what's, so, so four years apart. Four years apart. Four years, okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Now let's 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 address the elephant in the room. All right. So at what point does the younger brother get bigger than the older brother? And like, how did these things start to happen? Because I got all older brothers. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I cannot. My I've never beat my older brother. It's like yeah. this block. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm a little bit bigger than he is, and it. Yeah. Just doesn't. But you
1: you're the youngest, right? I'm the youngest. But yeah. you look the oldest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, I'm just throwing yeah. it out there. He the oldest. He the youngest, but he right, looked, but he he looked, looked got that. Yeah. clarified. Yeah. Yeah. glad we got that clarified. Well, yeah.
3: well, I was I was always um chasing my brother. I always wanted to be around my brother. Yeah. And uh he oftentimes he in our neighborhood, he hung with the older kids as well. So the okay. kid the, the kids or guys that he was hanging with were always like four and five years older than him. Yeah. So I'm four years behind him. So I'm hanging around guys that are eight years older than me. Yeah. And um when, when it comes to guys at that age, guys oftentimes at that age want to hang around girls. Yeah. And so, um, but anyway, I, if my brother was um, in our neighborhood pitching horseshoes, playing football, I wanted to be there. So yeah. um, he he was always uh, had the uh, the burden of my presence and being around older girl, older uh, guys and older girls. And I think that's for me playing with them, him playing with older kids mm-hmm. in the neighborhood, help develop his game right. physically and kind of uh mm-hmm. understanding that at some point you're gonna be playing, this is your competition. So yep. yeah, they older than you now, but if you go to college, you go to the pros, this is what you're gonna be going against. And Bro. then for me, that was just, it was just normal. So playing up, playing competition that were bigger, older, more mature to you, and just always wanting to be in his shadow, That's kind of continued kind of to this day, us being business partners um, and having the uh, fortune of both playing in the National Football League, which is, you know, unique in itself to have brothers that have played, even though we got a lot of brothers in Mm -hmm. our league that have played. Statistically, there's not a lot of brothers that that have played in our league or made it to the league. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's just just a natural thing. He's doing something. Um, He's been very... uh, very uh, uh, nice, and uh, and and I was always thought about me and invited me to it, and uh, and that's just how we do. it. It's from my mom and my dad.
1: Yeah. So let me start this uh, next question off. I'm across my legs. So we got the, you know, we got that grown sexy going on right now. We got that grown sexy going on right now. So yeah. I think it's cool that you could, you know, you could, you you have your brother to look up to, and mm. then I know probably when you got to the league, you had an idea of what to expect. Yeah. Right, yes. and Great maybe you didn't just because Correct. you're the oldest, and, yep. and you're kind of setting the tone. Correct. What was your welcome to the NFL moment? And then I, I, I want to I want you to answer that question. Sure. And were you prepared for it? And sure. did you get that advice from him? I, for I think it?
3: for me was when I, I, I was running. Uh, I think it was like zero forty eight, and um and the defense was in zone, and I and I set. I chose to set down, which I did what I was supposed to do. It was mm-hmm. my, my responsibility. And I'm thinking it's you know you know how how in practice some you know they ask y'all to tag off yeah. yeah nah Charlie Charlie Clements damn yeah. excuse me crush me yeah I'm just like yo welcome to the NFL young boy mm. so for me physically that was my welcome to the National Football League mentally it was playing in the Super Bowl was my welcome to the National Football and that was your rookie League. year right that was my rookie year so that mm-hmm. took me to a whole nother level right from the gate so my expectations were high right from the door. So those are my two welcome to the National Football League moments that stuck with me. Right. Yeah. And for me, um, I, I had the fortune of, uh, I, I think I earned the title for the pros. And, and, and again, it's I, I was very happy with being considered a pros pro. And yeah. that happened for me very early on because, again, I was used to being in the locker room. I carried myself in a certain kind of way where um, I was a I was a gym rat. I stayed right across the street from in Allen Park in Dearborn. I was drafted by the Lions. And uh I was always, I didn't have a family. So for me, I was always around and um played with players like Robert Porsche. And I remember um, you know, being around them and it's, man, you walk around here like you a vet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody pointing you or letting you, having to tell you where to go. Well, I'm spending so much time in the building, I'm telling right. people that been here two, three years that this is upstairs or all those kinds of things. But my moment to welcome to the uh, NFL was once, uh, you have rookie uh, kind of mini camps. It's just the rookies that are there. Mm-hmm. And everybody's yeah. talking about, well, it's gonna be different when the uh when the vets yeah, come so yeah, in. I, I and you that. had your OTAs. Yeah. and so it, you know that's make it, some it a little nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was gonna does. say it's some anxiety to come it with is, that. It like, is. dang, you know, this this is the league and we, you know, we running on. I mean you ran on and off the field when you was in college, but mm-hmm. it's just tempo. Everything's tempo, period to period, and everybody's trying to get you used to the NFL life and they were saying OTAs, here come the uh here come the uh the vets. And um again, we in um shells and um, in uh, team drill, um, I'm out there, we're going against the first team offense, and uh, Corey Schlesinger, which was a full fullback. Back. Yeah, yeah, fullback for from us. Nebraska. Yes, right. from Nebraska, <laughs> um, is coming through the hole and coming down the sideline, and he likes to finish the drill. So he finishes the drill. We got the ball maybe 40 yards out. He's gonna finish all the way to the end zone. And so we being taught tag off, like you just yeah, was talking yeah, about. Yeah. So I'm tagging off. And I had not got the memo with Corey Schlesinger. He's stiff on. So all I got is a hat on, mm. running around in these uh uh Detroit, right? Detroit. Yeah. Yep. Running down the field. And Corey Schlesinger, I go to tag in kind of like, you know, form tackle. I'm gonna breeze by him and he's stiff on my whole helmet. About come off, pop off my head. That's how stiff his stiff arm <laughs> was. And it was kind of without him even saying welcome to the NFL. Everybody else is saying, like, welcome, welcome to, the to the NFL. The <laughs> NFL <That's boy>. right. <laughs> so it was those, it, those was moments tough. <laughs> when he gets
1: you. So in my in my 13 years, you know, I, I got my bumps and bruises, and I'm gonna look into my camera right here and I'm gonna am mm-hmm. gonna show my little pinky that's all <laughs> jacked up right now. Yeah. So I'm I'm listening to you talk. Beautiful. And I'm I'm looking at your finger in your left hand, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, can can mm-hmm. look in that camera. Show show them that that thing right there. Oof, yeah, that's that's, nice. that's what greatness
3: looks like. That's, all that's, hands, yo. That's no chest. That's yeah. the ball never touches <laughs> never, chest. Never, That's Rare, all rarely. hands. Only time, only time in traffic because you know sometimes you gotta in traffic you gotta go up and body the ball. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the collision allows you to catch the ball. Yeah. yeah. So, but other than that, I'm using all my hands to catch the football. Like that's. As receivers, that's our job is to catch the football. So I was right. very, I've always been very, very comfortable around a ball. Mm-hmm. I was talking, I was, was talking about this last night. I think me and London Fletcher and was talking, and, and I used to sleep with the ball. I used to be in, just landing the bed, flipping the ball. I mean, yep. he knows. Yes. Yeah. Throwing multiple tennis balls off of the wall and catching it out in the neighborhood. Like was, I've just always been very comfortable catching the ball. So I'm a natural master of catching the football, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. with my hands. And funny thing about his finger, we're um, in Arizona in 2007, by that time I had moved on to Arizona, and uh, we're playing the Rams, and um, we're out there, as we always did when we played, we're talking, Mid play, we're talking to each other. Hey, you know, family get settled tickets, yeah. you know, everything yeah. like, yeah. like this game, game going on, right? He just ran a go route, whatnot. <laughs> I'm coming back from covering somebody, and we just talking to each other. And he's like, man, I just, um, I just man, just he was blocking somebody. He was talking about his fingers. Man, I just broke my finger again. He showed me the finger and popped it back in. But <laughs> this this finger has gotten uglier yeah, it's right. over right. the years. It's over right. the it's years, bad. and it's I'm bad. like, man, they they can fix that, you yeah. know. And he's he's just big on this, this is his, this is his his. his Y'all thing. know I'm the surgeries. I'm tired of the surgeries. Come on, oh same with this is. joint.
1: Yeah, I, it's hey, it is what it is. Right, I just, we right. all have wounds. We all have our war but wounds. But I told yeah. him you're just
3: scaring people. Right you know what I'm saying
2: he's not lying
3: i just saw
1: this
2: finger for the first time was that, yeah. when you first talked I, yeah. like, I mean i was i wasn't going to talk about it cuz you, you didn't want to jump out
0: your skin yeah, i did you right. seem very yeah. comfortable
2: with it so i'm very very comfortable with it i'm trying to, to be a professional over here yeah, yeah, he over here queezing <laughs> for the past i
3: told him it's one thing to be a badge of honor but if you can't hold no change in yeah it ought to be a, like a no change, <laughs> you can't hold limit to the badge of honor where you gotta get it fixed. But So tell me this, how
2: does it feel when when people ask you guys that you achieved the rare feat? Sure. And that is both brothers mm. making it to the NFL. Sure. Uh, how much pride does that bring you? I got three older brothers, so sure. yeah. I, I would have loved to have sure. an older brother play in the NFL and achieve that goal, but for your family, how much pride mm. and for you guys individually?
3: Mm-hmm. No, I, I'll say for, I, I'll go first. I sure. mean, the the you you mentioned pride. I mean, we take we we we, um, we, we hold this. I mean, it it allows us to have, have the type of pride that mm-hmm. that you look for in, in, in a family, and then particularly being able to share something yeah. with your brother. So we don't take it for granted, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we know we have a responsibility as being brothers and having the success that we had coming from a small town, of Gibsonville, North Carolina. You know, there's a lot of little ones, a lot of folks in the neighborhood that that, that look to us. So. We're very aware of that, but to be able to share something like this stage with the your NFL, brother, yeah. the highs, the lows, the indifference, all, all those things is just really, to me, is is the ultimate, because we also come across uh, siblings that don't, yeah, get along, yeah, it's yeah. crazy, and yeah. we, we, we 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 look we we look at that's like that. So that's ah, that's ah, what we ah, like. How how, how you how not you? talk to your brother in a six months, <laughs> right, three like, months? Like, what, what do like, you what mean? Is,
2: what is what is
3: that? Yeah. So 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 to be able to. To be able to have a biological sibling and you have that type of connection with, um, it's it's really dope. And it's the same with our sister. My mm. sister's a school teacher. Um, she's in the, she we, we we all pride ourselves on serving, and we got that from my father. Mm. So my sister is a, is, a, is a teacher. Terrence and I obviously played sports, and we have our foundation now where we're able to able to serve. But to be able to do all of those things, I know i going going a little long, but to be able to no. do all those things with. The one that you love and your and your brother, uh, no, it's, it's it's dope. It's really cool. Yeah, and, and I'd say for me, it's it's it goes back to my first statement. I always wanted to do what my brother wanted <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah. So it was uh, it was both um, to have that example um, kind of to follow and a good example at that because you know not every older brother or older sister is a good example, mm. um, but they want you to be the best you can be in most occasions. And for me, it was both um, me trying to do what he Done and follow kind of in his footsteps, which um, to some people they'll talk about the pressure that comes with that, yeah. They're always coming behind your brother and um, him having the type of career. But for me, it was it was competitive because, yeah. um, like we talk about this uh, a great deal, where um, having an example and um, in, and in, in seeing that somebody can do it mm-hmm. is sometimes all you need. I and I had the ultimate 30, example of my yeah. brother, and I'm right. kind of like my brother. My brother, oh, he th- he had 32 points. Pfft, I know yeah. I'm going for 40. So it was yeah, kind of yeah, that yeah. competition that yeah. was breeded with us being young. And he made uh, the, uh, the thought of going to college, earning a scholarship uh, while seemingly daunting. My brother did it. I know I can do it. That's proof of concept yeah, that I yeah. can do it. Right. Plus I'm competitive. I want to do what he's done, if not better and right. more. And so, um, I was just, I, I just had that mindset and thought process that I'm gonna make the league. I'm gonna do what I need to do to make the league. Get me a scholarship, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play well. Whatever role I need to play, mm-hmm. I'm gonna play it and do it. And um, and I had his tutelage all the way, you know, through. Um, that's, you know, I think the beauty of he and I is that we've been best friends throughout the process. Right. We've competed and been best friends. and. Uh, when he, when he lost uh, Super Bowl in uh, 2001, I lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, he wanted to go out, this is a funny story, we were, uh, after uh, they, they lose to the Patriots there in New Orleans, uh, he comes to the room, we all walk back to the room, he finally get back after all the media and all that kind of stuff, and comes to the room, hey, he's dressed, ready to go out. That ain't going out, man, like I'm, I'm crying, I'm down. This, this is how invested that I've always right, been right. in him and, uh, in in his routes and stuff that he's done. Um, You know, playing against the Rams was the easiest thing in the world. For me, the greatest show on turf, while they were great, I knew them. I had been watching them as a fan, but also watching them with a competitive mind. If I was ever on the field against them, this is what I would do. And so, um, all all that to say, man, that, we understand that we've done something that is unique. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 uh we are we are prideful about it, um, but we also try to uh, impress upon other people that you can do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were population fifteen hundred, nobody had made it out of our neighborhood. Yeah. But we yeah. had, like most neighborhoods and guys that have made it, we had all talented people. Yeah, yes. like maybe even more talented us. Yeah. That ran in the you know, just, just whatever
2: situations. So, decisions. Yep. so I, I love that because <clears throat> that is my story. Yeah. Mm. Growing up in Prattville, Alabama, nobody that looked like me had ever made it to the NFL. Yeah. Mm. We had a fullback named Kevin Turner. God rest his soul. Sure. Okay. He passed away from ALS a few years ago. But that was the only guy. Wow. And so because that, and like you said. Once somebody that you know does it, and you're like, "Dude, I can do <laughs> yeah, it too." Man, like man. I didn't know I could achieve yeah. that. I yep. thought it was. And they town is small. Was, they ain't got but like yeah. 200 people right, population. Yeah, right. Boy, they tiny. I thought yeah. a ceiling was on top of us, and it's not even there. Yeah. And so it's it's beautiful to hear you talk about that. And really, Tori, you just bursting through. Yeah. And really, man, we all can do it
3: now. Yeah. Yeah. I you mean, know I mean, you so, open up a floodgate. You know yeah. What I mean? So For
1: with with competition, I know I'm I'm the baby. Sure. And. My brother would pick on me and like you, I wanted to hang out with my brother and he didn't want to hang out with me just because he was (laughs) older. There's a three-year gap difference, age difference. And I just was like, man, every time I tried to beat my brother at something, basketball, running, whatever, he used to kick my butt. Not until... I got into high school. I was mm-hmm. probably my sophomore year. Yeah. We played, we finally played basketball one-on-one. And this was like, I, I, damn it, I'm it, I'm I'm drawing my foot, they're putting my foot down. Oh, yeah. you, fast, not, you make him take yeah. it back. You yeah. are not gonna yeah. beat me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's funny y'all say that though, but that was the first time I had ever beat my brother. Mm-hmm. I was 15 and I beat him in our, our first. We went to 10. Yep. I finally beat him. And it was at that moment in time I was like, you will never beat me again. Yeah, right. Same from, story. Yeah. From that same from story. that moment on, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I never lost to my brother yeah. because it was just like, I got you. Yeah. Cause I could believe it's like I beat him now. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's real. So I know y'all got some competitive stories. Yeah. Oh yeah. You that's know, it. like going going at it. Yeah, like give me
3: give me give me a give me a good story. So so one of the stories, same very, very similar story. We had um we we uh went to Easton Guilford High School. Yeah. Um and so um, I had grown six inches in my freshman summer, okay. and he was back from um, back from college and um, came to one of our practices. And after the practice, uh, he and I playing one on one. And again, by that time, I had developed. I was taller yeah. than him, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and 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 again, I I got him and yeah. I beat him that particular day. Um, but with football, it's 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 uh it's always been a challenge. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know that I can say other than the 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 score. Uh, we we uh, beat when I was with the Cardinals. We beat yeah. them a couple times. Um, we beat y'all in uh, when in, in 2003 mm-hmm. when I was with the Lions. Yeah. Well, yep. y'all, uh, y'all were thirteen and two. Y'all, y'all came in. Game. I was pissed at Yeah, after y'all, game. Y'all, 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 y'all. We, we, we beat y'all, but y'all, I was, I was mad at y'all because y'all were headed to the playoffs. We yeah. were headed home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the way y'all post the game, but uh, but I say um, we got stories from at our grandma's house where. <sighs> black grandma's houses are oftentimes more like museums. You, know right? you can't touch you can't do nothing. Can't do nothing. nothing. Plastic just, everywhere, yeah.
1: Everything is just an it antique. Right. The tall plants, plants The tall yes. plants growing, plants, everywhere, yes. growing yes. everywhere. Y'all so, already know. We the African grown. art that ain't
3: from Africa. <laughs> <right>? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's <This> labeled. <laughs> right. when, when did you go? Grandma, you with that? Yeah. Africa? When did you go? <laughs> and none of this <laughs> okay. stuff is from right. Africa. You flip it over, made in China, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's grandma's so, house, man. So yeah. we in grandma's house, and uh, he and I, like most occasions, got some ball made up game we playing. We getting rough, and um, we hit one of the antiques or hit one of the tables in the corner of his of his head. Yeah, hit I the got, table. Yeah, and he's bleeding. Yeah, but we can't tell. You can't nobody. tell. Because you ain't supposed to be doing nothing. No, you ain't we supposed to. Not anymore. in grandma's house. So we compete so much and so heavy. Um, we can't tell nobody this story. He got a a a, a, a cut right in, in his back. head right. that he can't. We got to hide that we can't tell nobody. <laughs> it was luckily enough. It had he didn't need any stitches or anything. But we got more examples of of stuff like that where we competed. I'm telling you, in everything, yeah. it didn't matter. It's it's we Cards, didn't even have to have. I mean, we and that's why we get on our kids now. Oftentimes, where where kids need to be set up with with everything. You got to have a baseball glove to play baseball, or or a bat to play baseball. We wouldn't got sticks. We had we had we didn't a have more rims. resourceful back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it drives me crazy. My broomstick drive- that was our bat. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. yeah. broomstick yeah. or something. My
2: driveway is on a
3: slant, and my yeah. wife's like, we
2: shouldn't even have a basketball goal because like it's not it's on a slant. Sure. I'm like, does
4: that even matter? <laughs> like, I played on grass. Exactly. Yeah, like, you
2: exactly. just, you make it work, yeah, like, you make it work. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. And uh, so often I, I call it, uh, our, so many of our kids, and we're blessed, we're fortunate, sure. I get it. Yeah. You know, a lot of first world problems on this conversation right sure. now, but mm-hmm. um, they live on a yacht, yeah. and so yeah, yeah. they don't yeah. know. And, yeah. It's really hard to tell somebody that lives on a yacht yeah. that you know, your life is not, not that, yeah. Is bad, yeah. right? Yeah. When you know that's all they know. Stay that's their life. That's their life. Exactly.
3: Yeah. And to this day, we, you know, we still are very competitive, but we're respectful, and we certainly have reached an age which uh, um, competing against one another is 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 kind of less. We're kind of competing and have challenges that are oftentimes versus, uh, you know, in business together that are. That are, that are versus other obstacles. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we're more or less coming together to strategize on how collectively we're gonna overcome something that, you know, whatever challenge it is that we're facing that particular day, so.
2: I like that. All right, we're gonna put a pin in that because sure. I wanna get into the business ventures sure. in a second. But before sure. we get that, I wanna talk about The Greatest Show on Turf. Mm. And so what was that like when you first show up and it becomes, because I don't think you guys were called The Greatest Show on Turf until nah, all you guys man, showed was... up. Your rookie year. and. Yeah. You know, you guys are doing the dance. Bob and weave. The bob and weave. Mm -hmm. And then you are also, I give you guys another thing. You got, that receiving core was the first receiving core I ever remember that. It, nobody cared about Yak. Like, you guys just caught the ball and got down.
3: Like, we called guys. it bomb shelter. We yeah. hated it. Yeah. We hated it. Yeah. We hated it. Nobody it was a bomb a real, shelter. They, they I, couldn't st- I couldn't stand it very t- unique. That kind of started happening a little later on in our career because, you know, we we dealt with so many coverages, man. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, I took some shots in the National Football League. Unfortunately, you know, yeah. I didn't take a ton of concussions, but I took some legitimate yes. shots across the league. So at times I thought, you know, it, like you hear primes, others talk about it made it a business decision. At times I made those business decisions whether I was going to try to overexert myself and extend and get banged, or go ahead and be smart, take what I got, move, live to play another down. I thought
2: it was genius. And then eventually, you guys bomb, first ones to really like. Right, and then eventually bomb
3: it. on you. And the next, next thing you know, I'm in, I'm in your end zone. Yeah. So, but in terms of my my introduction into the team with the greatest show on turf for I me, mean, I had Isaac Bruce, Ricky Pro, Akeem, guys when I came into the room that were true pros, true vets. Um, and was really good wide receivers in all facets of the position. Mm-hmm. So I had, a, I had a luxury of seeing that every day. So as long as I, I felt, as long as I stayed the course, I would could become that complete receiver because I was seeing it in my room every day. Now, a lot of these young guys that are coming into their rooms, they, they're all young, so they're all teaching each other mm-hmm. and they're learning as they go, whether having a true, sometimes having a legit vet in the room that can kind of set the tempo of the room, set the tempo in practice, you know accountability, just showing you the way every single right, day. I was fortunate right, right. enough to have that in our room and on the team. Guys like Brother Ray Agnew, who's now with the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Warner, you obviously I know yeah. Kurt Marshall, mm-hmm. Orlando Pace, who was dominant. I had the luxury of watching Orlando dominate guys because I played the X, so I'm right on the ball with the. I could see the left tackle working. <laughs> <laughs> he used <is> to destroy <laughs> dominate Cat. he's a big human being he is a man he's, he's a, like
1: a, a a bear but a like mammoth. a gentle giant gentle. he is so like
2: hey what's
3: up you know yeah, yeah. yeah. Like So he's so soft so seeing I met that,
1: him
2: at the super bowl for the first time and i was like man this dude is human huge man, man. <laughs> and he was a
3: tremendous athlete you know he yeah. played basketball so i had a luxury of you know watching watching so seeing that on a day to day basis man and if you love ball yeah. and you're competitive and you want to be you know, established at that, at your position, establishing right. the game, it's like, man, I gotta do do what they do and more. Mm-hmm. So having that and then seeing how we formed and how we gelled, I think how we became the greatest show on Turf was our practices. Like our practices mm-hmm. are greater than, like we had some awesome games, but our practices were even greater. To me, that's where the greatest show to me was born, was how we practiced, how unselfish we were, we mm-hmm. celebrated each other. Yeah. Know? Um, which was, which, which was, our coaches used to just tell us how rare that was. Like, yeah. we can't believe, like, like no one's tripping over who who's getting off. And like, every when one get off, everybody got off. Yeah. Right. And then another thing too what extended beyond the playing field for us too. Like, as I as that with that championship group and that greatest show and turf group, all of us both offensively and defensively, we had a bond. Like, we hung with each other. Like, we yeah. spent time with one another outside the ball. Yeah. You know yeah. Where, I, where I feel. You know how I feel about the game. So. That's how, that's what I was introduced to as a rookie. So you gotta only imagine what my expectations were gonna be each year, Right. that we had success or whether we didn't. I was just, I just had a good, we had a good foundation of players that showed us how to do it. And we had a really good foundation of coaches. Coach Dick Vermeil, who just went into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was the head coach. And yeah. Mike Morris and those guys, Mike, Coach Morris was phenomenal. He was the offensive coordinator and guys on defense. But we had a good collective of players where football meant something to him. Right. So for a rookie, it was good to get that kind of tutelage early.
1: I think everybody I've spoken to who has been to a Super Bowl or have won a Super Bowl, they always talk about how dope or how amazing that locker room is and yeah. how they hang out yeah. outside yeah. of yes. the locker room. It's a must. You, yeah. I feel like I if you don't it. do that, you're not, you're not you're not going to the Super it's Bowl. It's going to be tough. It's going it's it's, to be extremely tough. Yeah. And then can we just talk about – you, you talked about he just got inducted uh uh dick vermilion he got inducted to the hall of fame mm-hmm. like can we just talk about the hall of famers on that team real quick so you got dick Vermillion, you got yep. isaac yep. you got kurt yep. you got um, orlando orlando marshall marshall Falk. and I, aeneas
3: williams aeneas was with us in on the championship uh, team oh in God, 2001 aeneas, what is that five yeah.
1: yeah so what are you four four-time finalists like yeah. i know you're 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 knocking you're beating we just had um Leroy Butler on the show mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. he he was really talking about and he really gave um a beautiful depiction of what it meant for him to finally get that knock. And I'm I'm hoping, I'm praying. I see your name every year for the last couple of years, yeah. man. You you were damn you so close and looking at your like when you just read off the stats earlier i'm just like man this what what is what why why Why? what
2: are we doing
3: yeah yeah Yeah.
1: who's ever i mean who's ever listening who's ever watching like hey let's do it let's get it let's do the damn thing stop playing it's it's about
3: that i appreciate that yeah no i appreciate that it's about that time it's a it's 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 been a cool it's been a cool journey man i've been you know you (laughs) mentioned i've been a finalist Four years and just every year the the process and just learning mm-hmm. something different and right. seeing how it all works certainly a, certainly um, excited for the guys that go that go in but it's Definitely. always a level of disappointment Definitely. when you yes. do yeah, for sure know. but I will talk say this talk. coming out of this year I, I we feel like our team my um, presenter who was who was Howard Balls and, and my team we, we feel like we are a step closer so mm-hmm. to your point uh, we feel like it's it's going to happen soon but it'll be it'll be an incredible. Moment to be, you know, to be able to. Did you think walk it would? It
1: would be like this, though. Like, did you think, like, yeah, maybe my work will just speak for itself? I did, or, absolutely, certainly. Or there's a lot of politicking, campaigning,
3: and, and I still lean on. Well, and, I, and, I want and you I still to lean explain
2: a presenter well, as well. Like, I didn't even know you got to have a presenter. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's so. A each, whole pl- so each
3: yes. each guy that goes in has a presenter, and a lot of times it's, it's it's someone that covered them at that particular city or that particular team. The beat writer, uh, the beat writer, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, so they they have to go in and present your case of why you should be a pro football hall of fame. And to uh Peanuts point, you know, my, my thing has always been it's my my work is done. It's yeah, that it's, it's hall worthy. Yeah. Great. If it's if it's not, okay, I get it. I, I think for me the biggest joy that I get out of continuing to stay around the game and as you, as I continue to talk to guys that I played against, mm-hmm. the respect that we show for each other. Mm. Yeah, for playing the game. Yeah. yeah, to me, y'all know that. Y'all know that means everything. It does. When yeah. your dude come Pierce. up to you and what tell you, like, Pierce. yo, y'all know that that shake and yeah. that hug, yeah. like you a bad boy. That's yeah. yeah. And the hall is the hall is great, but that y'all know means a whole hell of a lot. So, so just just feeling that being on that wavelength is great. I can only imagine with that and the hall and wearing the jacket. <laughs> I mean, it's it's icing on the cake in in regards to how we feel and play this game and how we
0: view it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. At what point did you
2: know when it was time to hang it up? Sure. And I want you to talk about the transition of sure. not playing football. This sure. is what you've been doing your whole life. You've been sure. chasing your brother. Yep. You've had all these dreams. You've accomplished so many things. Yep. Can you talk about that transition? Because that's what this player podcast is really it is. all about, is talking yeah. about the second acts and we all figuring out what to do next.
3: Sure. And kudos to uh both you all for no for, for doing this podcast yes, because I mean it's the thing that um every player will go through. And to hear players that played 13 years, 18 years, 15 years, whatever have you, and to know that um, they're, they they may have the same struggles. They've set themselves up financially, they've played as long as they can play, but they still struggle for a guy that maybe played two years or six years or four mm. years where their careers may have been um, prompted to stop, you know, because they just couldn't make another team. But for me, I had the fortune again of having my brother Um, play and come before me and having advisors that had advised him where uh, a lot of my transition started before I even took a snap in an NFL. It was thinking about next act and setting myself up on insurance and all those kinds of things that at some point in your career you have to start talking about. Um, I was, after my rookie year finished, I was part of that inaugural class that started to do some of the uh, executive entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. kind of programs where I went to Warden. And so there was guys that were 10 years, 11 years, 12 years in. Here I am as a rookie, Mm -hmm. only rookie, youngest person, 24 years old, and there's 35, 36, 37-year-old guys in there at this Wharton uh, event um, in school to learn about kind of transition. It was transitioning Mm -hmm. with success. And so I've always kind of been ahead of the curve trying to think about my next act, not hoping that it would come anytime soon, but I gotta prepare for it and start thinking about it. But just like anybody else, after my, uh, when it was all said and done and free agency was going in a way that I thought would um, not having a lot of bites from teams and um, having my faculties, I had had uh, several concussions when I played. I had had some injuries like knee and back and some of those things. I, you know, one day I just kind of looked around. It was like in February uh, leading into March. and like I said, I hadn't had a lot of uh, teams that had showed interest in communicating with my uh, with my agent. I was like, you know what, man, I have done well. I've played six years. I had a goal of playing 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I said I you know, I, I just think it is it's time. I had just got married um, and, uh, and finished in New Orleans and going to that 2009 season. I start going to uh, business uh conferences yeah. and just wanting to just um, just learn like what's out there like mm-hmm. you know what 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 opportunities um, kind of suit and fit our needs and we had already started in seven a real estate business we were going to do house flips and it was called Brothers Buildings was right. the name of the company, right. the LLC. You, yeah. The LLC that we had started. Yeah. And so we just started to to learn. We had great mm-hmm. business advisors and people that um, we have been fortunate to be surrounded by to kind of talk to us and, uh, and that we could trust that mm-hmm. wasn't in it to have us invest in something that they wanted to do. And that's right. oftentimes what players can be surrounded around oh, is people that they trust that are in it for themselves to say, you know what, let's take, I can make your money work for you. Mm-hmm, you right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just invest in me and invest in it. And for us, it was investing in ourselves. Right. And knowing that we had the drive and the ambition to do something uh, to go beyond what we had done with our sports careers. And so fast forward to that, um, you know, for me, I just, um, and, and and with my wife's support, because I went through a period where I was down, I didn't have yeah. a locker room to support yeah, me and yeah, pick yeah. me up. So I, I I probably I told my brother this. I probably I didn't I don't I don't know that it was depression, but I probably was going through depression mm-hmm. for about a for couple sure, months. For sure, one thousand yeah. percent. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so I had to find that next thing. And I think what has helped me, and me and Tori talk about this all the time, is if you're trying to get in one big bite, all of the um. Joy that you get, an accomplishment you get from playing in the National Football League and running out there on the field for eight with 80, 85,000 people either booing you or cheering for you, you're probably gonna be disappointed. What you have to do in transitioning, and uh, in your second act, is those small bites and those small wins, and kind of um, collectively putting together whether it's business that you're doing, whether it's um, being able to be the dad mm-hmm. that you you know wanted to be or you couldn't be when you know when, when you had uh, football kind of uh, taking up so much of your time, uh, volunteering, yeah. um, it's it's things of which um, you know ingratiating yourself into your community, things like that that I think those collectively can put together mm-hmm. a nice little mix of stuff that can um, give you the pleasure. Um, of planning and not not replace it. Right. It's, 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 it's it's something that you know th- 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 that most people don't do, but it can give you the pleasure of um, of filling your day with small wins yeah. and things that you can uh, you can find a career and find a second act out of. And for me and for us that we did, we went around business conferences, got business advisement, and then landed rather than the real estate company on um, construction, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a. Uh, opportunities for both public and private projects that um, could uh, benefit from diversity and inclusion and from a minority owned company like sure. Hope Brothers Construction. And so we went about that course of pursuing public and private opportunities. And 11 years later, man, we've kind of grown our uh, kind of revenue pushing um, kind of like nine figures now nice. and, uh, and some big opportunities in front of us. And it's it's just been just like our careers where um, we, we've we grown each year, we've evolved, we've learned, we've right. gotten better, we got craftier, got smarter. Um, we've had some some things that we've not done well, right, right. Um, but we've learned from those. And uh, we feel like uh, we've surrounded ourselves with a really, really, really good team. They are really what make Tori and I successful. And uh, we have the benefit of, uh, all the lessons that we've learned and people that we've talked to, coaches being coached, mm-hmm. we have that, and we are in the position now to coach, right. to coach and own, and uh, and step in, in the fray when we need to to uh, to to provide a, a plan of action and a course of action, and uh, letting people grow and work and uh, and all those kinds of things. So that's that's really what's been uh, been beneficial for us and been helpful for us.
2: And I and I appreciate that um, kind of gives that whole what you guys are up to a little bit more. Sure. And the, what I was thinking of before, sure. I kind of lost my thought. Sure. Sure. What you said was so true is that the respect mutually from your peers sure. and being called a true pro, mm-hmm. right? Pro's That's pro. like the ultimate mm-hmm. compliment pro. for mm-hmm. football players. A yeah. lot of times in locker rooms, like well, I just want to be called a, the pro. pro. Like, I Pro's pro. pro, right? Well,
3: it's funny because when, when he, when he and, and I had this conversation with my, with my kids, when Terrence was in high school, I talked to him as a high schooler, when he was in college, I talked and treated him as he was a high schooler, I mean, when he was college. Mm-hmm. When he came to the pros, all that's over. You a pro now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's a whole, didn't it? it's a whole- Level up. Level of ex- expectations, and you gotta do it every day. You a pro, That's your, the, the expectation is for you to show up every single day, and I tell my, and now I'm having that conversation with my daughters. I'm not, I'm not talking to you like I talked to you when you was in high school. Yeah, I'm talking to you now you're in college. Dad hasn't been through that, mom's been through that. And we, and we speak in that way. Right. And as you move up, so, um, no, I, just wanted, I just wanted to share, I just wanted, just wanted no, to share I, that.
2: and I appreciate that, and then, you know, the, let's talk about your transition a little sure. bit. I mean, what made you decide to retire when you did? I mean, you were still productive your last year. I think you believe you had 51, 51 catches, catches for over 700 yeah. yards. And you're like, you know what? I'm good. I'm ready to go.
3: Yeah, my, my body, my my knees told me, yo, you, it's time for you to be to be done. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. A lot yeah. of turf days. You, you know, on a lot I, of turf too. Yeah, you know, a lot of you know, I, I've had surgeries, had issues. I came into to the pros with with the knee issue mm-hmm. oh. um, that I suffered down at the torn at T- meniscus, at the yeah. And so I knew early on that I would have knee issues, and because of the way, also how I practice and how I played and how we cut and moved as a receiver, you gotta, when mm-hmm. I mean, you do a lot of bending, a lot of cutting. Sure. So I knew I had a, a certain window. So with that, with me knowing that, anticipating that, that, that drove me to really in that window that I had, was to go as hard as I possibly could. Right. Uh, be as consistent, be as, as dominant as I possibly could. Um. So it was my knees that, my health is what took me out, Um. which was fine, you know? I, I, I Cause again, I, I anticipated it happening I knew it was coming. Um when it does, it's 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 not what we what we want, but yeah. it's Never reality. Been. It is reality, yeah. Follow so, time. Um, yeah, so I spoke to Coach Belichick about it and you know, and we came up with a plan and and uh, remember calling home, calling my wife, calling my grandmother, calling Terrence, calling my pops. Hey, this is it was is, a day. It was, hey, it was you know, this it is emotional. Yeah, this <laughs> is yeah, I yeah, was, this is it. It was yeah, like I, this is it. I was coming <laughs> from a business conference. Yeah. Um and he called, and uh, it was it was kind of a pregnant pause there, where it was like he said, "Man, I'm done." And and I knew he was I I, I knew he was serious. It's heard in his voice. Oh man, it was it was it was. And when he said he was done, it was it was we done. Yeah, yeah. done right? Because yeah. I had transitioned before him, and yeah. what I was gonna say—the funny thing about transition—I'm chasing my brother, right? I'm always coming after my brother. Middle school, high school, college, pros. This is the first time that I was able to go before him. Yeah. Yeah. So I was able to talk to him about transition yeah. and yeah. what it was gonna yeah. be like. And um I, I never forget telling him the 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 thing that he'll have to do, that we'll have to do, that I had to do is humble ourselves. Yeah. Because we're we're we're, you know, being down back around the draft and going to the Super Bowl and all those kinds of things, oftentimes we are not because we asked for it, but we're put on a pedestal. For sure, and we, you know, we're at these nice hotels, and there's fans, and there's people doing a whole lot of stuff for you. When you transition and you go back into the home, and not that you're out of the home, but there is nobody cheering your name, right? right. You know, right. and you got to be okay with that. Get a little quieter, right? Yeah, you, you know, it's it's, it's it, and yep. and and when you yep. step into business, yep. um, people may uh, 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 allow and set up a meeting. With you because again that they, they know you and and, and kind of uh, appreciated the career that you have. But when they're talking about giving you a business opportunity, that ain't got nothing to do <laughs> Not because you caught you know seven four one forty. If again if it's there's money that you're spending, they want <laughs> a return on their investment. Right. They want right. a service <laughs> that is uh, is in keeping with that cost. So I was telling my brother at these business conferences, it's people that. You know, will chew you up. Yeah. That's your elevator speech? What yeah. do you do? And I and and, it, I and 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 we and to that point, we went to an event, and I wasn't ready. Yeah, He weren't ready. And I got humbled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> real quick, <laughs> real quick. So I went out. to told him, I was like, man, I ain't never, I ain't never felt like that. He was discouraged <laughs> because because the guy, the the the, the guy was kind of go ahead. You no, I was going. No, it, it, it wouldn't have been no different if he came on my turf at the Pro Bowl, and he, you know, yeah, and uh, it, and then I'm on his turf as a as a businessman. I wasn't yeah. ready. Uh, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking I am, okay, here I am. You know, I can, nah, man. Got to how, the how long did you gotta, this... you gotta learn, I didn't even know how to, I had to learn how to talk the language. Yeah. yeah. The business culture. How
1: long did it take you, say, like, well, how long did it take you to, to figure that out during that transition phase? Like, say, okay, I retired January 1, and yeah. then you're talking to your brother. He's giving you some advice. Yeah. Did you sit out a year? Did you wait a year? Did you- or do you get right into it? You no,
3: know, I was we, I, we we was we I was done. I was probably a couple years out. Yeah, okay. but we actually really went into yeah, it. so I was I I was done. I was done in my at the going into the 09 season. We started the business in October seventeenth, twenty eleven. Is when oh, we got so going, yes. but we were but we were in it, but we yeah. were going around taking coffees, lunch, right. dinners with people to teach us to right. tell us before yeah, right. we okay. expend money. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us, we'll pay for coffee, lunch, and dinner yeah. to get lessons. How do we come into this construction industry? What's the best way? How have minority fr- minority companies or companies, small companies, have they failed? You right. know what I mean? How have they been able to carve out an identity for themselves to be known for something? Like we're going around asking architects, engineers, uh, potential clients. Uh, and other general contractors, construction managers, just just like us. And what end up happening, which is the greatest thing, is just like with a coach, where a coach see that a player has invested and they'll come to them for extra work or extra tips, that's what we were getting from those people we were seeking counsel from. Mm-hmm. As they seen we were into it, and right. this was no some no, not a place where we was just throwing money or we were gonna own the company and never be seen and throw money at it and stuff like that. They seen our personal investment and interest in coming back, and if a guy told us, or a girl, told a uh, young lady told us to be, hey, come to this conference, and it's in San Diego, but come to this conference, what was happening was they was testing us. Yep. We show up, we on time, we suited and booted. So, yeah. You know, we we we, we 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 seeking knowledge, we there. First thing is we show up and y'all know, like I know in our sport um, and for our meetings, coming to a meeting and just showing up at meeting eight o'clock, that, that ain't it. You know what I mean, eight o'clock, you, you late. If the right. meeting started at eight and you yeah. there at eight, you late, right. so we showing up 15 minutes early, attentive, ready to go people started to invest in us they they started to champion us and that's really the 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 thing that helped he and I grow to lead our team is we needed some executive coaching too right, yeah. right. you know what i mean right. we needed to and, be poured in as and well. i and i would say for for our for our uh, current and former players and legends alumni that is listening to this podcast i think you have to allow yourself to um uh, be humble and allow yourself to be able to work through transitional coaching yeah mm. For a professional career outside of pro ball, yeah. yeah, um, like to to give yourself the grace to to learn, because again, yeah. like I said, I I wasn't ready for some of those business conversations right. with those folks. So right. I went back to town. I was like, that that's serious. so. I, but it made me like, okay, all right. In my my plan days, I ain't letting I, I ain't letting that mistake happen again. Right, like, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like that'd be the last time coach gonna say that. Say something to me about that. Yeah. So, you just learn to clean it up, you learn to get better, but you gotta give yourself the grace to do that. And you gotta know what you do. That was the biggest thing Yeah, people asking, what are you doing? Meaning, know what what your business does. Yeah, and and you gotta do it in a concise way, because you might have the benefit, especially at these big conferences where people are meeting a lot of people, you may have the ear of an executive or a CEO for 60 seconds. You yeah. coming down? It's, that's why it's called an elevator speech. Because everybody, because no, everybody, elevator. everybody want to chat. Everybody yeah. want to get with them. And what? And in the in the thing, I'll say to uh, players and in, in 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 their second act, if it's business, if it's you know uh, philanthropic work, whatever, is what what we learned very quickly was while humbling ourselves is something that we needed to do. We didn't need to fray um, from who we are. Mm. And what happens is, is in business, right? If you know, everybody goes to Wharton, everybody goes to Howard, or or whatnot, and they are being trained to be these business folks. They're a dime a dozen. Like they've gone the path towards being the business people we are. What we had was that we were unique, and what you'll learn in doing business and trying to do business is that ninety percent of the discussion that you maybe have that you may have with somebody has nothing to do with that business. Right. You're talking, you know, sports, topic of the day, and being unique and having something to talk about other than the widget or the thing or business culture and discussion made us stand out. Hmm. And so that's what I say to players is don't worry about changing who you are. Be who you are because that uniqueness is going to be different and going to make you stand out right amongst everybody else. But be ready once in that 10% of that discussion, you gotta know your business. That's right, And, and come with what you want. What That's do you right. want? What are That's you trying right. to get out of this meeting? Right. We shouldn't just be meeting just the meeting. You, you're dealing with somebody's time. It might be an hour, 30 minutes, 20 minutes. What do you want? And don't be afraid to tell people what you want. How can you help me? Yep. More people will help you if you open your mouth rather than you just, again, not open your mouth and don't utilize that meeting or that time that people have. All I can say is,
1: Cheer. wow, that's 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 <laughs> yeah, dope. I, I, I like I, was, I like that you just said. It seems like, and you're not the first person to do this. I'm I'm the same way. I think you are too. When when we retire and we get out and we get into that transition, and then we get humbled, we somehow get back into how we prepared, how we yeah. Have, Got to the league. Yeah. I'm sure you do it when you do yeah. your notes and stuff, right? Yeah. When you, yeah. you on TV and it's just like, yeah. no, no, uh, hold on, hold on. I, yeah. I I got to take these notes real quick. Yeah. Like we, we, we get into that. All right. I know I'm not in the league no more, but I got to get back into that. I'm in the league mentality mentally. Yeah. Of, of, of how we prepare, yeah. like I think like, we all like, just naturally like, do that. Like
3: once we came to the professional football league, once we once we became professionals, we pros for the rest of our life, yo. For sure, it's a great point. At whatever we do, yeah, it's a
2: great point because we only know one way. I'm and a pro. pro. That's it. It's <laughs> like fight or flight, and there ain't no flight. Yeah. Hey, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no flight. I'm a pro, yeah. yo. <laughs>
3: You dealing with a pro yeah and that's so, why I'd encourage guys that your second act can be better than your first yeah act, yeah right most Cause definitely because now, now we hopefully you've done right by your money uh you are able to invest in yourself and able to multiply what you have and uh, like I said humbling yourself asking people for what you want and uh and preparing like you knew you had to prepare if you were a safety or a corner and you had to go against the best receiver or the tight end or the running back or whatnot. You wasn't just showing up. And it's the same thing with is Do your homework, especially on who you're meeting. If somebody sends you a meeting invite, what's the agenda? What are we gonna mm-hmm. talk about? Ask about it. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not mm-hmm. going in a meeting mm-hmm. that I'm not having uh, no kind of understanding of what we mean about. exactly about. I,
2: I think that's very important to try and encourage a lot of guys that are going through that transition to, you know, a lot of us are fearful of the unknown. Sure. And yep. so a lot of yep. times, You know, you've you've given some great nuggets talking about, you know, be who you are, right? And I've got some advice that, hey, look, man, some of you guys are are stars. Naturally, people will be attracted to you because you're a natural star. And when you dim your light, other people can't shine. So when you shine and continue to be who you are, it lets everybody in the room shine and be seen. So continue to lean into who you are. I think you guys have really hit that on the head. And for me, I would like to know about you know the Holt Brothers Inc. Sure, and when you started this thing, did you guys have any like initial goals, and have you achieved those goals, and sure. what is your trajectory or the future plans for it? Mm-hmm. Sure,
3: uh, we certainly had goals. Um, you know, we knew they would change kind of over time. Of course, but uh, we had read all the business metrics of. You know, if you can make it three years, and you can make it, you know, we That's heard the runway. all, yeah, That's we the heard runway. all yeah. those things. Um, we've evolved, we've changed, we've uh, we've got more focus. Um, Whole Brothers Inc. Uh, when we started was uh, kind of the parent company for uh, LLCs like Whole Brothers uh, Football, Whole Brothers Development, um, and Whole Brothers Construction LLC. And then we've had before Whole Brothers Inc. was born, we had Whole Brothers Foundation Inc., right. which just an affiliate two hours. That's a lot of eight, websites you have to Yes. Eight, yeah, eight, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, uh, right, right, right. But uh <laughs> but but we've narrowed our focus where uh, our primary businesses are. We don't we're not doing anything with the development company, like mm-hmm. going after any real estate deals and uh, we used to do camps. Uh, in clinics with the football company and COVID happened. And so we kind of not doing much with the, uh, with the football company. And so it's construction and it's foundation. Mm. And so sometimes narrowing your focus is part of that game plan mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you learn that over time. Mm-hmm. Like right. mm-hmm. I only got so much bandwidth, yeah. right? And I can keep trying to chop at everything or I can narrow my focus right. and I can get something done. And sometimes again, getting something done is the motivation to keep going. Right. Versus being so spread out, and so we did that, and uh, you know we initially started with the goal of doing work in a certain kind of way, like like we just wanted to do college and university work, um, where we've kind of spread now. What we're doing, education is a big focus, college and university, but we're also doing K through twelve. So we've built um, kind of uh, elementary schools, high schools. Uh, we've worked at our alma mater. And done some cool projects now. That's That, right. that that's a cool thing. To when work. you get to come home, when come you get back come home and, work, and, and yeah. do some stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, um, it, it
2: probably means a lot more. Oh, man, it's when you see a building that you can help construct or yeah. construct <laughs> yeah. on yeah. your old stomping grounds yeah. and campus. Yeah. You like that's a lot of pride. And it, I know how it pride is. for your family is. Yeah, you
3: know. so I, I say, me and Tori talk about this, like I know my campus, like I've never known my campus. Mm-hmm. Places I never went on campus. Right. You know how we are. We got, if you in sociology degree, which I was, I went to the buildings that was sociology right. and, I was going right. right. and I was That's going it. back right. to the, the football, facility. <laughs> football facility. Football <laughs> facility and the dining hall. Those mm-hmm. are the places I know. So now we've learned a whole lot more about campus because we're working on campus. Um, but we've done, uh, do work for our city. We do parks and recreation. Yeah. We're doing this cool project that I wanna kind of elaborate on is called uh, North Carolina Freedom Park. And it's the first and only uh, uh, park um, to commemorate the efforts of African Americans to the state of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. So all this time there's no park in Charlotte, there's no park in um, Winston or all these other uh, metros throughout our state. And it's uh, on the doorstep of the governor's because the governor's uh, mansion is uh, right in Raleigh, North Carolina, that's our That's our capital, and so we're doing this park, and it has all these, um, on these precast wall, all these engravings of uh, statements, quotes from famous uh, African Americans uh, that made significant contributions to our state. So we're working on that, and we've been working on that for the past year. We ride by it every day because it's just doorsteps from our office. Um, So it's like watching paint dry because yeah. stuff don't happen like yeah. that on a day. It takes some time. I mean, yeah. we've been in this project over a year, but to see that project come together and has this beacon of hope um, that is this uh, stainless steel structure that's about 40 foot um, that sits in the middle of the park that, that, that serves like a flame and the flame is to provide hope to folks, African-Americans that have done so much in our state and now they get an honor and a privilege of like having that. that.
2: I'm sure you guys are gonna have Charles L. Sifford on there. He's the I, yep, yep, first I think African-American he's... PGA golfer. You know I am. You do know case. that, That's but, right. uh, <laughs> but,
3: uh, but yeah, we, um, so, so to do stuff like that and to be able to take our kids, um, to see tangible things that yeah. you know what that you know dad built that and you know that gas station that you pumping that gas, dad dad and and, and uncle built mm-hmm. that so it's uh it's it's legacy building I love it right. so it's it's uh it's, it's a cool thing to do I love
1: it I, you know the thing that's that's we we tend to do things at least from a foundation standpoint or a charitable standpoint yeah. you know my my daughter had a heart transplant back in two thousand eight and uh-huh. I had my whole foundation set aside and. We were doing education, but once she got sick, I decided to change it. It was sure. we're more education based. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, eh, my heart's not really in education, but I do want to keep my foundation and help these kids. Yeah. So we ended up changing the mission statement mm-hmm. and we started mm-hmm. doing things in hospitals now. Sure. And I want you guys to talk about what you're doing and what your promise was. Sure. Cause I know you guys lost your mom yep. when you guys were kids to cancer. Yep. And I want you, can you just talk about kind of what, what your foundation
3: is doing right now? Yeah. Sure. So, so whole brothers foundation, um, is, uh, our, our mission is we support young kids with a parent or guardian that's battling cancer. Okay. Uh, we lost our mom to lymphoma in 1996. She was 43 years old. Mm. Um, so uh, we vowed to do something in honor of her name. When, once I made it to the National Football League, <clears throat> won the Super Bowl, and then after the year after that, uh, went to this meeting called Bear Essentials, where it was all these families and these kids and these families that were going through cancer. And uh, I had never been to mm-hmm. uh, a, a meeting like that when my when my mother was diagnosed and was going through it. The only um, treatment we got was amongst each other: my brother, and my sister, my pops, my uncle, my grandmother. Everybody came around mm-hmm. to take care of my mom. So. Um, but we didn't have the tools, the resources to know how to deal with that type of trauma. Because yeah. once cancer penetrates the home, that's trauma. Yeah. yeah. It may not be a trauma from a helmet hit, a head to head hit, but it's a disease and it's trauma to the crib. So a lot of those resources, a lot of the time for mom or dad goes towards trying to beat cancer or mom or dad resting. Not a lot of time for kids. Well, kids need to, de- need to develop. Kids need to be social, kids need to be kids. So I went to this meeting and I was like, it was unbelievable the type of information that the parents were getting, also the type of information that the kids were getting on how to deal with and cope with cancer. Mm-hmm. And you went to this meeting because like y'all know when y'all play uh, our uh, community folks would try to connect you to the community for things that resonated with you. Right. Mm-hmm. And they know that Tory mom had passed away from cancer and they was like, hey, you probably should go to this meeting. You probably yeah. kind to relate to this. And when he went to the meeting, that's when he kind of- so, so Marcy Moran, who was our, who was our um, player development and, and handled all of the, the stuff that we get out in the community, took me to this, went to this, she suggested that I go to this meeting. So we went and um, and I was like, you know, we don't have a program like this in North Carolina. Like the kids could benefit yeah. from something like this in North Carolina. I know I, I, I you was would have. in my 20s. Yeah, and I'm benefiting, benefiting, benefiting from it now at 20 some plus years old. I can only imagine what it'd be like if I was a kid and right. coming on up through the ranks. So, um, we started, started a foundation in 2000, bought the program to North Carolina. It's called Kids Can. Kids can still accomplish and achieve anything that they want, though mm-hmm. their parent or guardian is battling cancer. And we work with uh, area hospitals in North Carolina. We have programs that provide peer empathy, education, mental support to those families. Yeah. And those families at the hospitals meet on a monthly basis. Terrence and I often attend those meetings. Again, these are it's our foundation it's the families that we're supporting. Right, we feel like we feel like that it's important not only to have your foundation but be visible. Yes, you know? present. Be be present. Your time. You know? wow. Your time. Yeah, like the resources are. Co- it's cool, and you, we can generate a lot of resources, and we can bring a lot of resources to the foundation. But you can do. You can bring more than that by being present. Present being visible yeah. spending the time building relationships with those families. so we're able to do that with those with those kids can families. Um, so we, we right now we're we have uh, what four programs yep. in yep. North Carolina and yep. then one in St. Louis. Um, and uh, we're just again just helping kids man, give them the confidence, give them the uh, the information that they need to be able to go on. yeah and one of the one of the other things about the foundation that we're really excited about too is we have a scholarship program now. So the kids that go through the Kids Camp program are ages six through 17. Mm. So a lot of those kids, once they finish high school, have aspirations right. to go off to university. Right. Well, again, the resources are dried up. They may be able to get some pension plan. You know, They may be able to get some type of college education or some type of scholarship or something. So we say, you know what? It'd be cool if we take some of those dollars, start a scholarship program, and for kids that need a little extra push, we can provide a scholarship for them and they can go off to university. So our foundation also provides Scholarship dollars for those kids that go through the program, and I think we've now given over maybe a hundred some plus thousand yep. dollars in scholarship funds to those kids that is yes, in our programs. Dope. So that's the some of the, that's the gist of what Hope Brothers Foundation um, is all about. Again, we it's a it's cancer centric um, certainly, um, but it's something near and dear to Terrence's eye heart. Yeah, because our mom passed away, so it gives us great joy, and it makes it you know it makes it. Um, Easier to go mm-hmm. and to go out and to fundraise and to keep this thing going and yeah. to, and, to, and to have the type of impact that we have. Yeah. So
1: you got Holt Brother Foundation, Holt Brother Inc., Holt Brother Plumbing, Holt Brother, Plumbing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got Holt Brother Media mogul, right, 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 you know right. what I'm saying? Y'all got all the Holt right. Brother
3: this and everything. But I, but I will say this too, Pina, and I'll say to, to to our listeners: with your foundations, found we've also found that having a foundation has also brought us business. Yeah, yeah, vice versa. I agree. Vice versa. Yeah. Yep. So, so there's, so there's, as you as you get into, continue to get into your business and continue to get into your career, um, you you'll learn how how the two can can intersect and how and, the two can can help and play off each, of each and, other. And we've done some things strategically where the foundation started out in 2000 as mm-hmm. Tory Holt Foundation, mm-hmm. and then it went to Hope Foundation, and then as part of a kind of global branding initiative, we changed it to Holt Brothers Foundation. Right. Again, just to make the connection and it resonate, and part of the um, bringing the business stuff on um, were decisions that we made because we were uh, very confident that the two could work off each other. Right. But we never did a foundation because I mean it's proof and it's evident because the foundation started in two thousand. But we didn't do a foundation to get business. Right? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's it just kind of happened. That it kind of happened. happened. Yeah, that we way. had exactly. a foundation exactly. and then we started a business. Yeah. Right. But we see that. Um, and i'll say and, this real quickly too yeah. before i'm sorry you know we, we often people often say to us how unique we are as a as a uh, as a firm is because we do provide that foundation arm right so we're a for-profit but we also have a non-profit mm-hmm. arm as well so we're obviously a non-profit where we're going out and we're soliciting the business and we're doing a, a service but we're also doing a service with our foundation by building our community where we live eat and play and right and so it's 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 it's, it's it's connected. Yeah. It is connected. And I was gonna say that's another thing about players that we oftentimes as you talked about, Peanut, we start foundations before we finish our careers. Yeah. Right. You know, we're helping, we're involved in the community okay. and um it's it's again, it it's a thing that makes us unique. Correct. And I talked about us not needing to change, but you can take that uniqueness, right, and you start a non profit again, not just to do it, but for something that you feel that you can be just as good as you were in your sport, in your crab, you can be good in um, creating this service. But what'll happen is, is because again, you're so, um, uh, you you support your community, and you've been supporting your community, when there's a choice between, you know, Hope Brothers Plumbing mm-hmm. versus <laughs> uh, 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 Tillman and Harper, uh, Harper Plumbing, right. they might choose us because we've been in this community for a, a while because yeah, they right. know these dollars gonna circle us. Like like you kid. don't want him, he gonna <laughs> shit on you. Anyway. Hey, it, it, look, I would just say this. Um, uh, um,
2: uh, a person I love and respect a lot is a, a pastor of mine. His name is Pastor Duran Gray. Okay. He said something so great, and you guys have really hit it home today, is that once you're affected by something, you become an advocate for it. Oh, for yeah. Sure. And so it, yeah. you guys are talking about this with, uh, with the lymphoma, with yeah. losing your mom mm-hmm. and peanut with your daughter mm-hmm. and everything um, like that. What is something that your mom has taught you, oh, Terrence? Wow. I'll start with you. That oh, you still geez. use... And that you still have hold with great value, and that you used in your everyday life.
3: Oh, my work, my work ethic. Yeah, it comes from my mom. I mean, not not that my dad, because my dad certainly was uh, was wasn't a slouch, and uh, he was a he is a is is a marine, um, and. was uh was provided to, I say, uh, careful not to say awarded, because you don't get awarded the Purple Heart. Right. um But, um, <laughs> right. you so earned it. You yeah. definitely earned it. <laughs> earned, <laughs> earned the Purple Heart. You might and, lose some flesh <laughs> off, of that, <laughs> off that right? Purple Heart. Served in Vietnam, <laughs> but our backbone to our house was our mom. <laughs> and um, I, to this day, cannot remember a day that my mom work She worked in Glen Raven Mills, and she got up, five thirty in the morning, had to be work at seven to three, and she did it day in, day out. Um, and so it's 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 her work ethic. Um it's it's um little did I know in nineteen eighty six we talked about kind of my mom being diagnosed with lymphoma. She was diagnosed then in nineteen eighty six mm. with lymphoma. I was six years old, he was ten, my sister was fourteen. Well my mom was so strong that me as a six year old, Tori them, and my sister knew, but I didn't know. So cancer went into remission in 86 and came back in 95. But my mom was going through chemo, all of that in 86, 87 or so, and getting up, not missing work. And when we knew there was an issue was when my mom could not go to work. Right. She came home in 95, she felt something in her stomach, something was going on, called off work, and two weeks later, she knew something was going on. She went to go to the doctor, and finally got the news that she regretted, which was that cancer had come back. Right. But it was her work ethic um, that, Rome, I can tell you, Pina, I can tell you, no matter the defensive drills, wave, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know, backpedaling down the line, you know, from one sideline to the other sideline, how that would burn my quads and yo quads and all those kinds of mm-hmm. things. And I think about my mom and her work ethic. I'm out here getting paid yeah. to do this in the National Football League. Are like, you kidding we me? Make, yeah. Right. Right. You know I mean? for, so for me, I mean, it's, it's it's that work memory work. of her and her work ethic, um, and her persevering with something that, um, unlike mostly what we deal with, was life and death. Hmm. And the fact that here I am at 33 years old. Um, and I'm facing a situation with life and death and I have these kids that, that, that um, are looking up to me and need me, but yet and still getting up, working day in and day out yeah. um, is, is something that I pull from, I draw from when there's times that get rough because if you second act, first act, you're gonna have adversity. Yes. And so what are you drawing from? What's your source of inspiration? She has been and is my source of inspiration. Yeah, I, I think for me I and mean, all of what Terrence said, um, but more importantly, um, her example, man, like, you know, loved her family, listened to all her brothers and sisters, um, loved her kids, mm-hmm. you know, with would, would as Terrence mentioned, with work, chemo, come home, come pick us up from school, from basketball practice, drive us home, be at the games on Tuesday, be at the games on Friday. Like, we know she's dead tired, but her example of just yeah. being there, um, I think to me is what is what's everlasting when I think about my mom. It's uh her being there and just her, her, her smile little, too. Yeah, her a smile, smile I love. She she's always say too, you know, you know, people uh, you know, folks that have something to say about you, whether well, you're doing good or bad, so you might as well keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like that. <laughs> you know, and do it yeah. with, you know, do it with grace and do it with uh and do it with a smile as Terrence mentioned. So yeah. Well,
2: well, look, man. I appreciate it, Come Holt on, Brothers. Thank you, man. Hopefully, y'all, by the man. end of the appreciate day, we'll have y'all. another Holt Industries right, or something. Right, right. Is, there. <laughs> Holt electronics. we we'll do something Listen, else, man. What right. it
3: won't be, because y'all do so well with uh, Sack and, uh, and 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 the way you alls transition. What it won't be is a podcast. Because right. <laughs> y'all killing it. So kudos to y'all, man. Thank you. Appreciate thank y'all, man. y'all, man. Thank, y'all, man. Keep thank going. you, guys, for coming here, man. Absolutely, Terrence. Love you guys. Salute, Corey. sir. Salute.
2: Good luck. Yes. Can't wait to knock that door down, Ch- man. And probably the only person that's gonna be happier than you will be your brother. Yes, right I know, man, right? He's been there since day <laughs> one. He's telling Maybe i have dad. him come out and yeah, pull yeah. the, you know how they pull the cloth off yeah, of the, uh, up the bus? He's gonna be, yeah, be him, yeah. Man, yeah, congratulations,
1: yeah. man. So thank, thank you, guys. Y'all. Thank y'all. Appreciate Peace, it. much love. Thank you guys for listening. You know, with with every show we do and every guest we have, we try to make it very authentic and just be vulnerable and open and secure and make this a safe place for these guys to talk. And you guys have
2: been awesome for supporting us. We can't thank you enough. We are here to educate and entertain. So make sure, like always, and I always ask you, make sure you hit the subscribe button, give us a five-star rating, tell a friend to tell a friend to do what, Peanut? Tell a friend. Make sure anywhere you get your Apple, your podcast, whether it's Apple or iHeart, link in. Appreciate y'all.
1: Give us a listen. Hit that button. Click it.
2: I think he needs to stop now.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better.